Well, the real estate market, you know, around here, I don't know that it ever really stopped, but it I, it cooled out, I guess, during the pandemic. But the deal seemed to be flying again. Another, I presume, a multi-million dollar deal on a fairly high-end uh, residential uh, apartment house was just closed down. The Crosby over by Baylor Hospital just sold. Uh, one man who builds big, beautiful, luxury, high-end, uh, multifamily uh, buildings is Doug Chesley. He's co-founder and CEO of Streetlight. You know his buildings. What's the way? You've got one, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. You, you've got one that's on top of a Tom Thumb. That's the union? Is that what that is? That's the union. That's correct. <laughs> it's, uh, it, we call the apartment piece of it. It's called the Christopher. That's... And it's a, it's a, it's a 300,000 square foot office building, a 300-unit apartment building, 18,000 feet of restaurants and a Tom Thumb. <laughs> you never have to leave. And you build beautiful <laughs> buildings. The one, I think you built the first high rise in Deep Ellum, right? The one with all the, the mosaics on the outside of it? I built, that's right, the, the case building. Yes. We built the case building, and uh, the owners of the, of the area, very forward thinking, uh, uh, Westdale Properties. Although really the market justified more of a mid-rise property, they wanted to go ahead and, and create what they thought the neighborhood would be in 30 years and yet protect the culture of that neighborhood. So we built the case building and we recently completed our second high rise in Deep Ellum and that, that's the Hamilton. That's, that's the one over by the, what's going to be the Uber headquarters. I think. Right. It's, and then the one, the, the last time you were here, the one we talked about was the one over in, I don't know if it's University Park or how, I guess it's Highland Park, over by Knox, the McKenzie, which is be- beautiful. It looks like a Ritz Carlton that you'd find in Manhattan or something. Really a classic. Thank you. Say it again. <laughs> no, it really is. It's very, so, but those were, now all of this stuff is pre pandemic. What's going on right now? Well, Talking talk a little bit about the McKinsey, I think it was it was an idea at the time we talked to you. We really it was not a tested product, but the idea was was to build big apartments, very nicely furnished with the amenities for a resident profile that was more like myself. And so an empty nester, an empty nester. We had one or two families maybe live there, but majority of our residents are empty nesters. It's a high quality income stream. They don't move. They love being together. And uh, it, it has really been a success from a project, but uh, even more a success for defining a, a finding a, a home that, that that renter profile wants to live in. So can you build something like that now? Is that, are you, un, are you under construction? Are you actively looking for construction or is this a, you got to kind of wait this thing out for a while. We we love that profile. We want to do more of those. We're getting ready to break ground on on what on that type of product in Phoenix, Arizona. We have one under contract, a site under contract to build that product in Atlanta, and we have uh, we have a site under another project like that to be built in Dallas, Texas. And so they, love that product. Want to do more of it. So a lot's changed since the last time we spoke and depending and among other things is construction costs my understanding have, have gone through the roof construction costs are out of control uh 
if you said uh, lumber used to be three hundred dollars, we three hundred we would budget for our project. It's it closed out today. Open this morning at sixteen hundred. It's just literally taking the construction business to its knees. And and con- and and people to do the construction. Uh, evidently, our, our labor costs have have shot through the roof. There are not enough people to to everybody's fighting for the same people and other material costs are going up as well it is it, it, it's a serious problem now, now the audience should know you're a young man however i know you've been in this business what with trammel pro and and uh who else Gosh, gables and gables that's right and through a lot and so you've been through a lot of cycles mm-hmm. does this feel like a cycle that's coming up this it's the most unusual time I have ever experienced. And I, I mean, I would have told you the worst market was uh, 91 and I followed up by two, by, by 2008, nine, 10. Yeah. This time with the pandemic a year ago, absolutely zero starts for anybody. We had, we were, we were scheduled last year to start eight project, new projects. We ended up only starting two. We had the capital markets shut down, no debt, no equity, no buyers, buy the, no acquisitions, everybody froze. And, uh, but by the end of the year, with interest rates dropping, ca- uh, cap rates started to fall, acquisitions became, I mean, they were, they, the, every, everything that we had, every, pe- people wanted to buy. And that was true with all developers. And that has continued. So it's a very aggressive acquisition market right now, much lower cap rates. And we're starting to see we had a year of no starts. So obviously we were undersupplied by a year. And so people are trying to make up for that right now. And and again, we're beginning to see companies start to relocate and and move around, which obviously creates a need for housing. Right. And that's that that accrues to our benefit but one thing we were told was that there were going to be so many changes out of this and, and you know people weren't going to work in the office all the time anymore they're going to be other two or three days and they don't want to be cooped up in their their apartments anymore they want backyards and they want space and so all of a sudden the single family market uh housing market has also taken off again but i mean have there been fundamental changes well i think that there have and I don't think we know all those changes yet, but I think our, our, our projection, our, our thoughts are people want, um, they want conference rooms where they can have a meeting with people that's not in an office. I think that they, and, and I think that they want workspaces that are, that are shared with the property, but you'll only have three or four people working in there. They want, they want, um, better desk areas uh, uh, where they can work at home. They want a second bedroom or a study at, for a place for a place to, um, to to do their business. People used to want real open spaces now because they want an office or they want you know various various things in their home. They're wanting to see more private areas so that they don't have they don't have the kids and the dog barking they yeah. they can be by their pri- self and do their work and then also have their personal life outside that room so you're building are you building different buildings i mean a, a, as you go under construction 
you know, on these these uh, these luxury uh, high rise residential, are they they different side plans? Uh, different floor plans. We um, we we are. We're we're continuing to try to build build bigger and bigger units, and um, that would be really at all levels because you know if they're going to be at home more, you know they need they need more space. They need more more room, and so bigger units on the McKenzie. When we did the McKenzie on over by by uh, Knox area. The average square foot of our units was sixteen hundred square feet, well, which was good. that's a good sixteen hundred. That was a good size, and we had a very hard time capitalizing it because there wasn't uh, analog that compared with that. But we got it done. Our projects, like the McKenzie, now we're starting are twenty-four to twenty-six hundred square feet. Wow, those were our most popular units. I would imagine. Well, I you know it, it's nice to see that the dirt's still flying and the and there's still activity and I guess still some interest in moving here. Although you're building in in what in Arizona and Atlanta, Arizona, Atlanta, in Phoenix. You were building and, in uh, San Diego. Are you interested in California? Have you walked away from California? Yes, uh, we're still doing uh, several several projects in California. Um, I'm I would say right now. I'm more interested in maybe some of the other markets. Yeah. Well, very interested in Nashville. Yeah. Big growth area, big growth area. Mm-hmm. Well, look, um, it's always fun to see what you do and also what you build. Cause you, you build, you don't build what well, I think. What's it? Who was it? Mike Ablon taught me the term, the Dallas wrap where you build a, you build a, a concrete parking garage and then you sort of wrap some apartments around it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You don't do that. <laughs> Our Dallas wrap has been copied all over the country. <laughs> Doug Chestnut uh, is the co-founder and the CEO of Street Lights Residential. We always enjoy the business. Thank you very much. David, thank you. Always love talking to you. Thanks Bye-bye. for Barbara Conversation with Mr. Chestnut. Go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson. News Radio 1080 KRLD.